0: Hello guys! Welcome to the Anything Goes Hokkaido video podcast. Uh, I'm Shinya. I'll be on a solo a solo interview today with my good friend Eve. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hey, I'm Eve. I'm from America, but I've been living in Japan for a bit over a year now.
0: And more specifically,
1: <laughs> why are you here today? <laughs> <laughs> I work at a guest house in Sapporo called Guest House Wya and i was
0: just hoping to come and talk about why a bit
1: more oh and share my experience
0: living in japan yeah yeah uh delena unfortunately is not available she's busy again with all her narrations and recordings and music and things like that so just solo for uh, this podcast but uh, always please subscribe uh, like the video Uh, we uh, appreciate your support on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all the SNS, social networking sites. So, thank you. Anyway, uh, firstly, when did we meet?
1: We met first, at a for the first time. friend's birthday about a year ago. Actually, a bit over a year
0: ago now, I think. She yes, so we went to some random bar yeah first right yeah while yes. we
1: were waiting for everyone
0: yeah while we were waiting for everyone and then i don't know why but we walked all the way back to uh what's the place what's power it cook? called yeah yes power <laughs> cook our yeah. local izakaya i'm not Thank sure you. why we walked all the way back from Suskino.
1: probably me i think it was me okay No one could come up with a place, so I was
0: like, yeah, come on. Yeah, but when you you think about it, it's, is just full of places, you know. (laughs) Yes, but uh, meeting other English teachers. Mm Yes. uh, Well, not really other English
1: teachers. I'm not an English teacher.
0: I'm technically now an English teacher, (laughs) but of course at the time, yes, not an English teacher, going to a local izakaya, talking, drinking, things like that. You left after.
1: Yeah, I left after the izakaya.
0: You left after and we went clubbing and that Mm -hmm. was an interesting time. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and Sorry. but the
0: first but the first time I heard about wire was through some of my co-workers So I used to work in Kiroro, um, a ski area or ski resort in Hokkaido, and a lot of my friends who go to Sapporo or stay in Sapporo for the weekend or during their uh, holidays during their days off, uh, they tend to stay. In cheap areas, for example, wire. So, uh, you've met a few it, French people, and uh, there's a person named Neil that I remember. He's an Australian okay. bartender that stayed in wire. So, that's the first you time I he's
1: still in Japan,
0: yeah, yeah, he's still in Japan. He's still in Japan. I ran
1: into him on a hike the other day, that was a surprise. The other day, yeah, I had In Hokkaido? Seen him. Yeah, I hadn't seen him in over a year since he stayed at Waya. And then I was in the middle of the mountains in Shakotan, and I saw him about a month ago, maybe? Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I've Yeah, I've heard some of my co-workers move to Niseko for mm-hmm. the year after. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen him since work either. So that's more than a year as well. Yeah, but that's how I first heard Waya And then when I moved to Sapporo... And now I'm staying in Toyahira. Um, Waya is very, very close. Less than 10 minutes walk. So very, very close. So uh, a bit more detail about Waya.
1: So Waya is a guest house. We have dormitory rooms. We have private rooms. But what really makes us unique is on the first floor, we have a common space. Right now we call it a shared lounge. And it's where local people, our guests, anyone can come and hang out. We have multiple events every week of all different sorts. Anything from cooking, culture, music, just having fun playing Mario Kart. So we have a lot of different events all the time. And it's just a really cool place to be able to meet local Japanese. You can meet other foreigners. It's a really interesting place.
0: Very. And of course, there's, I made a few friends from there because of you. Mm -hmm. Yes, for the regulars that come over to WIRE and just have a good time, have a drink, talk about different things. Even I went to like a a little music event and that was very interesting. Some people from different parts of Hokkaido came over just to play.
1: Yeah, if I remember right, you left quite early on that event. We always have a lot of musician friends and... A lot of them do different, like, little self-performances and then at the end it always
0: turns into, like, a jam where everyone's playing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah, that time was, (laughs) there was a share house party. (laughs) (laughs) So I came over with, I think it was Ray a long time ago, and we stayed for about an hour and then we left. But, and then Mm -hmm. another day we came over for Halloween just to show off the costume for a little halloween party and then you also had your birthday as well starting at WIRE Mm -hmm. so it was really really nice yeah it's really really good remember all
1: the girls were quite scared of your halloween costume
0: definitely uh, not Mm -hmm. a surprise especially I think because of corona now it's probably more scarier (laughs) it's scarier (laughs) yeah yeah
1: do Japanese know the meaning behind the costume? because you were the doctor yeah
0: uh it's like what's it called in Japanese? Like, pesto, pesto isha or something. Mm -hmm. Um, not many people do know about it, but after you sort of show like a Wikipedia page about the plague and stuff, they're like, ah, I see. Yeah. So they don't exactly know, but after like I, uh, show it to them. Yes. Yes. They sort of understand. It's not like they truly understand about it. Yeah. 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 Um, any other things about Waya? Um, for example, uh, how to get there, um, maybe maybe like the normal, what's the cost of staying in Waia.
1: So how to get there, the easiest would be just like, if you're, it depends where you are really, if you're coming from the airport, like if you're flying into Hokkaido, you want to stay with us, there's a bus that takes you from the airport to the Tsubaki Prince Hotel and then it'll drop you off and then from there, it's maybe a five-minute walk to our guest house If you're coming from let's say Sapporo station and you take the train you can take it to Kikusui and then from Kikusui it's also about a five-minute walk to Waiya. Yep.
0: And what do mm-hmm. you think is the best way to book a room or a bed? Through at our oh, through the homepage
1: yeah we okay. have different websites you can go through like airbnb hostel world but the easiest is through our homepage.
0: okay sure
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes thanks for that uh, and
1: a dormitory right now is about, a dormitory right now is about two thousand a night and then our private rooms vary for how big they are we have three different sizes
0: okay our oh, 2000s yeah very very cheap even mm-hmm. i stayed in dormitories in very countryside areas, and they're still about three thousand yen. So, two thousand yen, pretty close to. I mean, it's just what ten to fifteen minutes walk from Suskino as well. So, they're mm-hmm. very, very very close to yeah. the main areas. So, really really good. um do you th- Is it busier during the summer or the winter?
1: Our busiest season is summer. During summer, a normal non-corona summer. We're usually fully booked every single night for about three months. Mm. Okay. And then during winter, most people just go straight to the ski resorts. Ah, they
0: don't stay in Sapporo?
1: Sapporo? Yeah. So for Sapporo as a whole, like winter is actually pretty slow, except for the snow festival.
0: Right. Right, right, right. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And how's the business going so far?
1: Um, we are six years old. We've been doing really well up until now. Obviously, with Corona, we are facing some challenges, but we're coming up with a lot of different plans to make it through. Yeah, and... Like, we've started doing online IOTO, so online wya. Yeah. And for a thousand yen, you can join us. It's a two-hour experience. We take you through a check-in of WAIA. We talk about Sapporo. It's a really fun time to come and hang out with us when you can't actually travel.
0: Yeah, especially nowadays when it's really quiet, traveling uh, Mm -hmm. even the flights in Japan are quite cheap. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to Tokyo soon and from Sapporo, Chitose to uh, Mm -hmm. Narita is less than 1,000 yen return. So yes, less than 10,000 yen return is quite cheap. And of course, there's no Chinese tourists. (laughs) Yes, so...
1: Yeah, it's, that is quite, really it's cheap, but still people aren't traveling. Yeah. But people don't take the risk.
0: Yeah, I, I do understand. But for the people who love Hokkaido, love hiking, mm-hmm. love the food, summer is like the best time to come to Hokkaido, go yeah, for a drive. Really. So this is a good opportunity, I think.
1: Yeah, I would really suggest people come up here. You get to experience everything, but it'd be a bit more calm without the crowds.
0: Yeah yeah all right yeah thanks for that thanks for the wire uh all the links will probably be in the description or on this video right here and think on all the other uh podbean uh itunes spotify whatever everything will be all in the description anyway so next topic Uh, Is something that I wanted to talk about because we have experience. Uh, Delena doesn't have experience with this, but it is tattoos. So in Japanese, they say Irezumi. Uh, Mm. Tattoos are Irezumi. Um, It's not a very good image, I would say. It's getting better. But for example, my grandparents do not like tattoos. Um, Of course, it still has the image of Yakuza, Japanese mafia and uh how many how many tattoos do you have eve
1: i have five tattoos
0: five all around your body
1: yeah i have one on my just under my collarbone which is quite easy to see one on my shoulder and then three on my legs
0: okay yes and do you like onsen do you like hot spring okay yes so how has uh your how, how was the experiences been going into hot springs, onsens, in Japan for you?
1: I have to say, I usually go, like, all my friends are pretty much Japanese. So I usually go with Japanese friends and then because of that, no one really cares to stop me. I have a feeling if I went by myself, I might not be allowed into the onsen because I know that's quite a common problem, but I've never actually experienced it myself.
0: Okay, and just onsens in Hokkaido?
1: Mm, onsen all around Japan.
0: All around Japan. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So uh,
1: they do get stared at, especially by children. I have a yeah. lot of like girls pulling on their moms going, Mom, Mom, look, look, what is that?
0: Okay. Yeah. So the
1: stairs are definitely a thing, but I have yet to not be allowed into an onsen, which I think is quite rare.
0: Oh, no. I've been to many onsens that didn't allow me to go in. I just asked them nicely, um, if I have a t- t- tattoo, can I go into the onsen and they said, no, they just said, no, that's it.
1: Well, um, honest, let's have all the Japanese do the speaking of how many people it is. And then we walk in, we just don't mention my tattoos.
0: Okay. Okay. I just don't want to make a problem. You know, like I don't, I just have that I thinking or idea when I go into the onsen and, uh, I'm in the onsen at the time and someone tells me to get out. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's a thing but that's never happened to me but i just don't want that to happen in a way
1: i've heard it can happen
0: it's a bit bit embarrassing so i prefer just to go to the reception and say i have tattoos is it okay if i can go to the onset and depends of course it depends on the place for example if there are lots of foreigners that go there for example Mm -hmm. the hotel that i used to work at More than 50% of the customers are foreigners, so they can't Mm -hmm. say uh, you can't go into the onsen because you have a tattoo. However, if you do have crazy tattoo, like a full neck tattoo or full back tattoo or things like that, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: probably not. But for example, maybe for you, of course, yeah, it's in different parts of your body and it's not like very big. Mm. You know, so it might be fine yeah. for me. My tattoo is also, I mean, a decent size, but not like it's covering my back. So, mm-hmm. um, for what is it? Tourist-friendly areas, it should be fine. Mm-hmm. But for example, I went to Songkyo
1: mm-hmm.
0: in Hokkaido, uh, mm-hmm. very, very beautiful place, very famous for onsens, and uh, yes, they didn't let me uh i stayed at the ryokan yeah and they didn't let me stay uh they didn't let me go into the onsen uh however that didn't stop me (laughs) i still went in anyway but just during uh very late at night maybe one or Mm two a.m when not many people were there yes yeah however there are many onsens that have a cleaning time Uh, maybe, but it's usually during the day when everyone has to check out. That's so, true, yeah. in the morning, 2 a.m. or something, or if you go like 4 or 5 a.m., if you're awake at that time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, it's good. No one's yeah. there. And sometimes I love the, we say Rotenburo, which is the outside hot springs. And it's mm-hmm. amazing. Same. Those
1: are some of my favorites. Yeah. Yes.
0: And especially when it's wintertime and it's snowing. Mm-hmm. Yes, you just want to stay in, stay in the bath for hours. Yeah. What
1: do you yeah, think? I do is... a lot of hikes and stuff with my friends or lots of different adventures in Hokkaido. And then usually after the adventures we like to go to an onsen. But of course because like all my friends are Japanese, I just have never had any problems. I think because a lot of these are weird like kind of unusual not so famous hikes, so maybe the onsens don't get so much attraction.
0: Mm.
1: So they, if they were to say no to me, it would be to four or five Japanese people and to me. So they just don't want to miss out on the business, I think.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, really
1: cool I, for me. I get to experience wonderful onsen
0: Right, right, and yeah, I, I don't, I haven't been to many onsens with just local Japanese people.
1: Mm.
0: It's either just been by myself, actually. especially when I was traveling around Japan through Kanto Mm -hmm. uh, and Hokkaido a lot of the time it's been by myself so uh, Mm -hmm. I've been staying in different places Mm -hmm. and most of the time it's been by myself so that's why uh, I asked them
1: yeah I think if you ask they're more likely to say no it's maybe more honest and maybe a better thing to ask maybe I should ask but I'll get set People will tell me no more often than.
0: And has your tattoos affected anything else in Japan? So not just, of course, everyone thinks about hot springs when they talk about tattoos, but anything else in particular?
1: Yes and no. For the most part, no. My work is really open. They don't care if I show my tattoos at work. And day-to-day life, it hasn't been affected. But for a while at Waya, we were getting this old man who was coming every every single day, pretty much. And he's in his late seventies, I think. And for my one under my collarbone, you can almost always see it. I'm not sure how he didn't know I have tattoos, but one day he could see my one on my back and he freaked out. Like I, he was following me around, just screaming into my face. He was saying that if I was his daughter, he would kick me out. He would never talk to me again. If he was my boyfriend, he'd break up with me. If I was his wife, he would divorce me, never to speak to me again. If it was like, if I was somehow in his family, he would disown me. And it got to the point where like multiple multiple friends were like stepping in being like, you need to calm down, like this is okay. And he was like, no, no Japanese like tattoos. If you say that you don't mind her tattoos, you're two-faced, you're a liar. And it got to the point where after about 10-15 minutes, I actually just left work. I wasn't working at the time, I was there to meet some friends. But I just left Wya, like he, he got incredibly nasty with me. And that was very unexpected because I thought he knew I had tattoos because you can see my collarbone one all the time.
0: Hmm, interesting. Mm. But of course, yes, Wya is a very uh, tourist friendly, foreign friendly place. So yeah they don't really have that image of uh no tattoos and things like that i mean normally most young japanese people i would say don't have an issue with tattoos i know lots of japanese people that want tattoos but uh they're thinking about of course onsen yeah they are thinking about what their parents might think about Mm -hmm. them after getting the tattoos so this is definitely like a Generation, what is it, Generation X. Generation X is like in their 40s and 50s now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so
1: I see. Yeah, just yesterday I was talking with a friend who wants to plan a tattoo. Plan a tattoo? Yeah, like she wants to get one, but she just doesn't know quite what. So we were talking about like different things that she could do, but she was worried about the onsen. But she said, if it's small enough, you can just put a bandaid on it and then you're fine to go.
0: It's, yeah, the problem is for me, especially going out by myself, I can't reach my tattoo. <laughs> so I I remember getting the tattoo at first and I was in Tokyo at the time. And it was so hard to like put the cream.
1: Yeah.
0: Holy yeah. moly, like I had so much pain, like trying to even trying to take the tape off my back. <laughs> I think it took about two days because oh. I couldn't reach it. And I was trying to like yeah. get into the shower and not put hot water just getting some water trying to like get it off but yeah. yes i managed somehow i don't remember how but i managed to get it all off but there was like a few bits and tape left and mm-hmm. that pissed me off so far so hard
1: like, i do remember when i got my shoulder one i think i can reach all parts of my back but oh, really? it is in no, such I'm a flexible. spot where yeah, i have quite flexible shoulders but it did get sore after the third week, I think, of putting on lotion. My other, my left shoulder started to get really sore from always trying to put the lotion on it. It's like three weeks? Yeah.
0: You usually have to put lotion on for three weeks?
1: You're supposed to do it, yeah, about three weeks.
0: I definitely didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I did it for about a, a week. Okay. Yeah.
1: It was also my first tattoo, so I was a lot more worried about it.
0: Okay. Um, now I
1: try to be good for at least. I usually do at least two weeks though.
0: So. Yeah, I do. Did, I didn't do uh, my after my second tattoo. Um, I went drinking uh, the same mm-hmm. night, and mm-hmm. that was not a good idea. But it was alright. It was not a, it's not a big issue, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: Um I, I did too. <laughs> really? <laughs> my first tattoo, yeah.
0: Yeah, of course, they recommend not you to drink. What else do they not recommend you to do?
1: I think I just had one drink. We just went because it was a really cool bar in San Francisco. So we went to check it out. Not really to get drunk. Well,
0: uh, should- there was, was a friend oh. I haven't met for a while. So we went out and I said, I got a tattoo. And of course, if someone mm-hmm. persuades me to drink, yes, uh, rip, <laughs> rip me. So... Yeah. I drank quite a bit, but uh, the tattoo took about two and a half hours and I had to catch a train home standing up for about an hour and a half, so I felt I could feel like the loss of blood in my body, actually. Really? Yeah, because when you were getting a tattoo, lots of blood didn't come out.
1: A little bit, but not enough to feel it. Okay. I went on a hike afterwards. Really? Yeah. Damn. My first one.
0: Oh, of course. That's the thing. You have to protect it. Like, you don't put it out in the sun and things like that. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Put the cream on. Um. But yeah. I
1: do enjoy getting it tattooed in Thailand because it's a bamboo tattoo, and it does take a lot longer. Like this? Yeah. Like, like one out. long one has his hand going
0: like this. That's that hurts no.
1: It's actually less painful than a normal tattoo, and oh, it really? takes it takes a lot longer because it's literally just one. year. Yeah. But the healing time is also less because of how it's done. So for a normal that, tattoo, it takes the first make... one the healing period, but for bamboo, it's just a day or two.
0: Does it wear? Does it like wear off quicker than?
1: It depends on the artist. Like some. But it's the same for normal tattoos. I've seen people get normal tattoos, where it wears off in a few months. But with my artist, I did a lot of research into him. I've seen some of his work. He's slowly doing a sleeve on his girlfriend, and I couldn't tell. It's been over quite a few years now. And I couldn't tell which ones were a few years old versus the one he had just done that week. They all looked exactly the same. So far mine hasn't worn out at all, and I've been in the sun with it a lot, and I've never put sunscreen on or anything. So I think it's pretty good.
0: Right. That's alright, yeah. Interesting. Which tattoo hurts the most?
1: I think it's a tie. My shoulder one quite didn't actually hurt, like the actual tattoo part of it didn't hurt. But how I had to sit for her to get to it started to get quite uncomfortable after a while
0: to get to
1: it? Yeah, like I just had to sit like the way her chair was, the angle I had to sit at I just got quite uncomfortable
0: Oh, you didn't lie on like a table? No Oh really?
1: (laughs) Yeah And then the other one was I have a kind of long one on my leg and the the part he started at is right on my ankle bones so that was quite painful and then the rest of it wasn't painful but to get the right angle of my leg again I had to sit really weird and that one is a dot work tattoo so it took almost six hours damn so sitting with my hip at such a horrible angle for six hours plus the pain of the uh, the starting of the ankle mm. bone it was quite intense damn but the actual tattoo i, I don't tend to find them painful
0: strong <laughs> <laughs> no definitely there are, there are people out there that want tattoos but after they feel the pain at the start they don't want it anymore you know
1: Yeah, but the pain tends to go down after about the first five minutes, I find.
0: Really? You think so?
1: Yeah, after about a minute or two, maybe five. I just, I don't care anymore. I read Mm. a book, I watch, I play games on my phone. I just don't even pay attention. Really? Yeah.
0: No, for me, definitely. It's like, of course, the instant start is like, oh shit. And then you get Mm. used to it. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
0: it gets to like a point where after like a few hours, you're like starting to hurt a bit more you know or maybe mm. it's like getting into a different position where you're not used to again okay. or a position where it's uh on the bone or somewhere
1: mm-hmm. yes
0: for mine it was like I on the shoulder find... plate yeah i mean you
1: yeah, same with
0: mine <laughs> yeah so yeah. i i mean i wouldn't say it didn't hurt i
1: okay. think
0: yes i could handle it
1: mm. but
0: i wouldn't say to people it doesn't hurt
1: Okay. For me, it really just didn't hurt. Like, when I got the one on my under my collarbone, he told me at one point that there were two letters left, and I thought he meant the first word. Like, I didn't even really feel it. Damn. But I do, in two of my tattoos, I have a little bit of white ink. And for other colors, I've been totally fine, but I do find that white ink my skin really doesn't like. So way? for I have an octopus and when I was almost done with the octopus, he like wiped it all clean, I was okay, yes, I get to go. And then he pulled out the white ink and he just said he was gonna add some shadowing, and I was like, Yeah, that's fine. And then it hurt that the white ink properly hurts. So because for it's some white? my body not like Okay. There must be some other chemical in it. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, my no, all my tattoos are just black, so mm-hmm. didn't use the white, so I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I've heard that other colors hurt as well, but for me they didn't. It's just been the white.
0: All right. Any, uh, you're planning on getting a tattoo in Sapporo?
1: Yeah, I've been thinking it would be fun to get a tattoo, like, slightly themed for every country I live in. So I'm trying to think of... What would be a good Japan-appropriate one, without being too cliché about it?
0: A cow? <laughs> a cow or some. but you don't like yeah. fish, so that's a bit ironic. Uh, True. A fish? <laughs> uh,
1: a fish would um, be too Thailand. That
0: was Ah, uh, yeah. Snow? But it's pretty generic, you know? It's not... Uh, if you do yeah. something about snow, it's just gonna be anything to do with... It. It can be Canada, it can be like Russia, you know. Is there something Sapporo?
1: It's, yeah.
0: Genghis Khan. <laughs> Genghis yeah. Khan tattoo.
1: Seiko Mart logo.
0: <laughs> Seiko Mart. That's good. That's good. Ah, interesting. But I will get a new tattoo soon as well. Uh, oh, yeah not sure how long it will take
1: Mm. Mm. how big is it?
0: even I'm not sure exactly (laughs) Um, it's a half sleeve oh okay and then it's going to go down my back through my other tattoo oh
1: that might quite that'll take quite a while I think
0: it's gonna take a while I know that but I'm not sure how long yeah um I I want to do tattoos where it's sort of like how do, how do I say I'm not an artist uh, it sort of makes like a whole tattoo picture in a way.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: but there are different tattoo artists that are doing different parts of it. Mm-hmm. so I don't want everything just to be randomly separate. I want it yeah. to like join together. okay yeah so i have my tattoo now and uh that's sort of joined together and then now i'm getting this tattoo which will join the other tattoos in a way yeah so i'm designing it on the flow okay. Yes. on the go on the flow. on yeah. the go on the go, on the go. Mm. yes with the flow ah uh,
1: yeah
0: with the flow <laughs> <laughs> i'm an english teacher <laughs> Always, always. Oh, I'm so
1: glad I'm not an English teacher. My English is just getting worse and worse the longer I'm in Japan. It's getting bad.
0: I feel it. But now, because I'm teaching English, I feel like my Japanese is going... Actually. Oh. Yeah. So you're getting both now. Vocab is getting up.
1: Okay.
0: But... Uh, grammar...
1: Mm-hmm. ...is
0: going back down.
1: Yeah. I did kind of notice that yesterday, because i have Waia is closed at the moment, so I've had a lot of free time.
0: Oh, so In when is it back study, open? Do you know?
1: It. We haven't quite decided yet. Okay. In theory, as next of July first, but we might change it depending on what's going on with corona. Okay. But I've been studying a decent amount while I've had so much free time, but at the same time, I've had no, not so many people to speak with. So yesterday I hung out with a Japanese friend for a good chunk of the day And it's been so long since I've spoke that much Japanese for that many hours And, mm. I, and there are so many subjects that I struggled to say And I was like, oh man, a few months ago this would have been easier I'm losing it, <laughs> which is sad <laughs> I'm studying and losing it
0: uh, But of course you're studying, but of course you don't have the conversation convers- mm-hmm. What is it, the conversation time, the speaking yeah. time
1: yeah, I did find at the end of the day I was pretty much back to normal. I was like, okay, cool, I've caught up again. But we hung out for thirteen hours, so that was thirteen straight hours of speaking. Thirteen. Yeah.
0: Damn. That's a long time. I don't I don't know if I hang around anyone for that long.
1: <laughs> we went on a lot of different like small adventures, so it was a good day. Okay,
0: fun. nice. Yeah. That's cool. Anyway, going to a different topic. Uh <laughs> another uh what is a deep conversation so talking about tattoos um mm-hmm. another topic about uh we said lgbtq so for mm-hmm. the people who don't know lesbian gay bi bisexual transgender and what's q queer
1: i hear people say it's queer, it's queer. or questioning questioning i thought questioning i didn't quite expect questioning i thought it was always queer but queer. lately i've been I've heard that too uh,
0: for example in America I heard recently there's a new law I think it's in America somewhere it's there's a new law where they can't fire staff or they can't uh, say no to staff just because of their uh, Mm -hmm. because they are LGBTQ they can't fire them because they are lesbian or they are gay or they are trans for example so Mm -hmm. Another that good direction.
1: Was in America. It yeah, was in America, yeah. Two days ago, three days ago.
0: Yeah, very.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was because a lot of states you could still be fired for being gay. Mm. So in many ways, it's a really huge victory. It's a huge rights movement that has happened, and it's really wonderful. But at the same time, Trump has pulled back other rights this week. So while we got that extra victory, there are some losses this week. And on top of that, businesses don't have to say why they fire someone. So, even though they're not allowed to say it's for being gay, and if you can find proof about you were fired for being someone LGBTQ, you can sue. But at the same time, there is a... I don't remember what it's called anymore. I just read about it. But it's that they can fire you at any time without having to give you notice of why, or they can make up a reason very easily.
0: Damn. Sounds worse than Japan
1: yeah so it's a victory and still kind of like they'll just say you didn't wash the floor properly or something and right
0: there is a different like, excuse
1: yeah
0: wow i thought japan was quite bad with business and having control like for a company having too much control over their stuff mm-hmm. um i've heard many many problems with staff having uh working uh what is it unpaid work or yeah. unpaid overtime uh mm-hmm not as many days off and lots of different yeah, problems definitely. but the company yeah. controls most of it and other people can't do anything about it so this is a big mm-hmm. issue i've heard about and i've seen before mm-hmm. and i didn't yeah, realize definitely. america was in a similar way
1: i was reading today actually about america and how one of our like the biggest form of theft in america is actually wage theft is that <sighs> companies don't pay properly. Right. But for about the getting fired part is in all my contracts for all my jobs that I've had in America, there is a section that always states that they are allowed to fire me at any time without any notice, without giving a reason. So it's a very normal thing in American contracts.
0: Wow. In Australia, it's definitely the opposite. I do think the staff have a lot more... Um, I would say, not bonuses, but a lot more leeway. Mm. Um, there are many situations where the company can't fire staff. Mm-hmm. For example, they're not working properly, but they have to give them a warning first.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yes. And of course, if you fire staff, you still have to pay them in a certain way. Mm. You still have to pay them salary and do lots of paperwork and things like that. But if you make them quit, then it's a different issue yeah so in a way I think some Australian companies don't give staff work mm-hmm. in a instead of firing them they just don't give them as much work
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then they would have to look for another job another full-time yeah. job to get a salary but of course I've, this is I've only for really an, to yeah. okay. like, not
1: to me personally but I've seen them do it to other people but usually, it didn't have to do with any sort of law, but that the, that the manager was just kind of too chicken to fire someone.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, firing someone, of course, if they do something really, really bad, like stealing money or, I don't know, do something really, really bad, vandalism or things like yeah. that, yes, then firing. But if they're just not working properly, um, mm-hmm. firing them is not the way in Australia. Yeah so they have to find sort of a loophole Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in the law to uh, make them quit yes yeah ah interesting but Mm -hmm. anyway uh back to the topic so being a person as lgbtq what has been again what has been your experiences here in japan
1: Well, I'll start off with, I guess, saying what I am, which is pansexual and demisexual. So for people who don't know what that is, pansexual means that gender doesn't matter to me. I fall for a person, and not their gender. And then for demisexual, it just means that I don't feel any sexual attraction until I get to know someone. So I'm just not the type of person to look at someone and be like, oh damn, they're hot, I wanna tap that. Like, I just have never been that type of person. Sometimes it takes weeks, sometimes it takes months for me to feel attraction to someone. And then in Japan, I have to say, I am very, very lucky. My company is not a normal company. And I think most of them know I'm not straight, that I'm pansexual. But if any of you guys are watching this, surprise, I am pansexual. And, but I do, I'm aware that Japan is quite a homo- homophobic country. I'm aware that it's not always safe to come out. I have some Japanese friends who are lesbian, and I know one of them, or one partner, they've been together for a little bit over 20 years. Wow. And their family, their friends, their non-LGBT friends, and their co-workers, None of them know about it. They just think it's two friends living together.
0: For 20 years? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Normally, for me, I'm a very openly out person, so it has been an interesting experience in Japan. I'm normally a lot more, like, making jokes about me being gay or something like that quite, like, pretty soon after meeting someone. But in Japan, I am aware it's not safe to do that, so I don't always... I'm sure I still have some friends I've been friends with for ages that don't know that I'm not straight. And it's a weird thing. In some ways, I feel like I'm lying. With my work, I wouldn't have taken the job if I didn't think there was a high chance that I was okay to come out to them. But I did take quite a few months of getting to know them to make sure that I would be okay to come out and be safe with it before I started telling them that I was non-straight.
0: Yeah. And even trying to explain pansexual or demisexual, I think, is quite difficult to a lot of Japanese people. Mm -hmm. Maybe they do understand bisexual, they do understand Mm -hmm. gay or lesbian, but Mm -hmm. going to further down the line being, yes, Mm -hmm. these other types, um, it is quite difficult for them to understand and grasp Mm -hmm. on these ideas because you just don't see them at all in... um, Mm -hmm japan or they just hide
1: hide it for pansexual i find it interesting because i try to say that i don't mind like any gender is okay when i say any they get confused by what do you mean that there's more than two
0: two yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
0: of course yes not behalf of me because (laughs) i'm just a normal straight person but uh i've of course i have many Gay friends, lesbian, bi friends, not trans friends. (laughs) Haven't really met a trans before, but um, they are very, very lovely people. And (laughs) deciding someone that because of what they like um, can... What is it? How do I explain this? But... um, it's exactly the same as if you talk about racism, if you talk about just having the tattoos for example, and uh, deciding that this person is not a good person just because of what they think is uh, crazy to me. But in I
1: Japan... You agree that tattoos shouldn't be judged. Like obviously I have tattoos, I love tattoos, but they are a choice. I did choose to put the tattoos in me. I spent a lot of money on it. But for me to be pan and demisexual, I had no choice in it. Like, I never wanted to do that. So I think in some ways, obviously, I think there should be no judgment. But if you were to judge someone, I think it makes more sense to judge on tattoos than for their sexuality, because people have no choice in it.
0: Okay. I I do think there's a little bit of a choice. I mean, of course, tattoo is 100%. Yes, your decision, right? But Mm -hmm. for example, if someone wants to be trans, you don't think they choose to be trans?
1: No, not at all.
0: Okay. I think that's the difference in uh, the thinking, in a Mm -hmm. way. I do think, yes, I do think um, it is not a decision, but it is also some sort of decision in a way. It's not like a 100% decision where you want it or not. I do think some part of it is that you are this person. Mm -hmm. But people still choose to how uh, I say not show in a way that yes I am gay or yes I am lesbian in a way so I do think there is a bit of choice I in... don't think
1: you choose what you are at all but I think you choose how much to show it
0: right okay I understand that and the difference between like being I don't know 100 percent black person of course you don't choose to be a 100 percent black person because you are you know yeah but yeah. interesting and how um do you know any other uh people who have or struggled living in japan or had issues in japan just for being
1: uh who they are of the people i have met personally i have I guess I do, for Japanese it is quite hard, for my foreign friends they haven't had much problems because they just get the card if they're a foreigner they can do what they want. But I know for my Japanese friends they have to be a lot more secretive about it, it tends to be that not really anyone knows about it. And if they have partners they very much hide it, they don't tell anyone anything. But I am part of some Facebook groups for LGBTQ in Japan, and so I do. De- I do see daily stories of all the discrimination against the LGBTQ community.
0: I guess, I think lots of Asian countries are still uh, have that same thinking, that same idea of um, not knowing these types of, uh, how do I say, genders. Mm -hmm. And they do not understand it quite well. So they do, how do I say it? Do you think it's a fear Do you think it's just, um, why do you think Japanese people, a lot of Japanese people don't like people who, for example, like the same gender?
1: I think for the same reasons, people everywhere don't. It's something different from them and people don't like anything different from them.
0: Do you think that's similar in a way to tattoos?
1: I can see why Japanese don't like tattoos because it has so much connection to the Yakuza. Hmm. But while everyone's very open to talk about the dislike of tattoos in Japan, like, we still have it in America. People don't want to tell their parents to get a tattoo. You'll get some people shouting at you. You will get you don't get jobs as much if you have tattoos. They can tell you no for a tattoo. Hmm. So I don't think that's a very unique Japan thing, is to be afraid of that. But I think Japan has a more logical reason to dislike yeah. tattoos. For the... Dislike for being homophobic. I don't think there's a I can't justify any reason for being homophobic, but every right. culture in the world has it. Yeah
0: Yeah, and I do think Japanese people or we say majime is very mm-hmm. straightforward Yeah, mm-hmm. straightforward people so anything that is sort of out of their bubble or out of their idea or thinking in a way is something that they are scared of or don't understand but it's more like they are not there to try and understand it and try and um, how do I say learn it in a way it's more like Mm -hmm. having the fear because they don't understand it
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I think as far like it's hard for me to say in Japan they are very much a more homophobic society and they're not okay with LGBTQ the younger generation very much is. All my younger friends haven't even blinked. I know one of them was asking me how this... I said I was going out with a foreigner, and she was like, oh, how's the foreign boy? And someone went, oh, it's a foreign girl. And she was went, oh, how's the foreign girl? Like, no pause anything. But in Japan, the way that they show their homophobia, unless you're direct family or if you tell your boss or something, the most common way that they show homophobia is just not by talking to you as much. They just kind of shut you out. Mm. So it's still homophobia, it's still very much unkind just to shut someone out. But in America, if I go into some of the southern states and I would be... If I wore an LGBTQ shirt or held my girlfriend's hand, I could be... I could have to worry about my safety, like I could get beat up, I could get killed. And I don't have to worry about that in Japan. Yeah. So in Japan I have to worry about, maybe I'll lose a friend, maybe people won't speak to me as much. I don't actually, but in theory perhaps I could lose a job. I don't have to lose the job at why I'm perfectly safe at WIA, but that is something maybe to worry about. But I don't have to worry about my physical safety. Well, in America that can still be a problem. Mm-hmm. And versus Thailand Thailand's pretty they don't have any laws about it but Thailand is incredibly open for LGBTQ
0: I mean Thailand is famous for having transgenders so mm-hmm. yeah I don't think so yeah. I think people can be whoever they want over there
1: yeah it's a huge tourist destination for LBT oh man I'm saying it too much <laughs> for anyone in the community (laughs) yeah well there's what is that there's like there's a a famous there's a famous
0: place no there's a famous place that is just fame um i I forgot i forgot the name of the place but there's like a famous area or place in thailand that is just fame. yes have lots of transgender bars and things like that so oh
1: probably
0: yeah. yeah yeah and going through I think it's sort of connected in a way but I think uh, having different mental issues and being LGBT here and in a way is parallel to each other. I do think there are some people that would like to show tell people that this is who i am but they can't so in a way that causes like anxiety depression stress things like that yes so would you like to talk about some of your uh i wouldn't say it's big issues in a way but something that you've experienced in your life mentally
1: Mm, i have suffered from depression and anxiety a good majority of my life I was officially diagnosed probably when I was 17, but looking back, I know I had it far, far before then. And in Japan, it's very much not talked about. So most of my friends don't know I have it. They don't really, we don't really talk about that type of stuff in conversations. While with Western friends, we definitely have those conversations. So I know that's a huge difference for in Japan. It's a much more hidden thing.
0: Okay, and you've been to, I don't know, uh, psychiatrists, you've been to doctors?
1: I've been to doctors. They, I've had really bad experiences with doctors. And so after some very rude doctors, I have stopped going. I would like to see a psychiatrist at some point in my life, but I don't think I could find a good one for myself in Japan. So that'll be a future thing
0: both doctors in america and japan
1: mm. most of my bad experiences have been in america now i don't much like doctors anymore so i don't really i haven't much tried them out in japan i should see if it's different if it's better but
0: even just, if you're just sick
1: uh,
0: mm. Oh, even just having a, a flu or a, a cold or something
1: i mean i don't much see the need to go to a doctor for a cold
0: Okay, yeah, well, that's the same as me, but I do think there are some times where you need to see a doctor, maybe it's not corona, but like just like the flu or something, and you might need to, to see a doctor just for like antibiotics or things like that. And
1: uh, I've never I... actually taken antibiotics
0: in my life. Oh, really? Even in America?
1: Yeah.
0: Are you just they really don't... healthy? or?
1: Well, <laughs> no, I mean, they don't do anything for a flu. And you should be careful about taking them because it's a world problem is t- people take antibiotics too much and they'll lose their effectiveness. Right. So I've never had the need to take them.
0: Oh, I mean, there has been a few times in my life. Of course, when I was younger,
1: mm.
0: I need to go to the doctor because I felt very, very sick. And of course, taking getting antibiotics, of course, helped me. Well, mm-hmm. It should help everyone, but I understand when if you get sick very frequently or very easily, and then you go to the doctor like once a month and take antibiotics every month and things like that. Then, mm-hmm. then I understand. Definitely agree with you with the yeah. uh, not affecting your body anymore. But I think now there, there are some situations where, you're like, okay, I have to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there
1: definitely are. I just have
0: yeah. Uh, I've been to the doctor once in Japan and not because I was sick, but because I got into a fight and injured myself. (laughs) Yes, like an actual punch up. And yeah, and I injured my leg. So I went to the doctor and.
1: Yeah, I was sick. As you said,
0: uh, they didn't do anything. (laughs) They didn't do anything. They gave me some medicine, but I didn't take it because. It was just painkillers. It was just there to help the pain of my leg and I didn't have that much pain. I mean, if I did a lot of exercise, then definitely a lot of pain, but if I just do normal walking
1: um, Mm.
0: It was fine. So I didn't take any of the medicine
1: Yeah, Uh, I did go in Japan I hmm. had what I'm pretty sure was the flu and my company wanted me to go to make sure it was the flu because if it's the flu, I shouldn't go to work and so I did go, the, I went to a place that has English speaking doctors and or translators. So if it's a specialist doctor you need, there's a translator there to go with you. And he was, I did get in and out really quick, but the doctor was incredibly dismissive. Even though I told him some, my coworker had the flu, he went, mm, you don't have it and wouldn't believe me and then finally he said we can do the test for the flu but i'm not going to give you medicine or if you really demand medicine it's going to be the same medicine for the flu or for a cold so it doesn't really make a difference if you have it or not and at that point i had no want to try anymore so i was like cool i'm gonna leave and i left
0: <laughs>
1: damn
0: Oh, yeah. no, i haven't
1: it was quite interesting when i kept saying yes my co-worker has the flu and he went oh no you don't have it
0: okay <laughs> interesting I never had that experience yeah
1: it happens
0: a lot to me so unlucky yeah. <laughs> all the doctors I've ever even in Australia all the doctors I've ever had just no I mean normal nice patient Uh there has been many times where I had to go to the doctor mostly for my acne
1: mm.
0: uh, I had to the doctor I had to go to the doctor first to have a problem with my acne and then i had to visit the hospital every month to get acne medicine mm-hmm. um that was not the best time of my high school life but because of this i don't really get much acne anymore but i still have skin damage mm-hmm. um anyway that's just a random topic but interesting um
1: yeah. like for example one time i went Oh, what was the reason? I have it, so my hands shake, and at the time my knees kept giving out. And I was having really bad nightmares. And so it was like three separate things, but I went to the doctor for it. She refused to listen to me for two of them, for the knees and the hands. In America? Yeah. And then for the nightmares, she declared that I was depressed and Then she said I was depressed because I wear so much black, and that I'm a slut. And a doctor said this to you. Yeah, and I was maybe sixteen or seventeen. Is this a is this a
0: doctor or is this like a
1: doctor? She's very religious. That's crazy she was like if you would stop sleeping around and I was like I'm not sleeping with anyone she's like no like look at you you're obviously sleeping with someone like someone that dresses with so much black it wasn't even revealing like I wasn't showing my boobs I wasn't showing my butt but it was just the fact that I was in black and she's very religious so she kept saying obviously you're sleeping with someone look at you and I was like I'm not she's like we have to have you do a pregnancy test and I was like I'm not sleeping with anyone and she's like, no, obviously you're lying. Like, look at you. You're the type to sleep around. How many, like, She's like, how many partners do you have? And she's like, I know it's more than one. And I was like, I'm not sleeping with anyone. And there, I was there for nightmares and shaking hands. And instead, I got treated like that. And that's how ha- I've had have, have many stories like that. So
0: That's fucked up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's the first time I saw in this video about... I have to swear for that situation. <laughs> Jeez, that's this doesn't sound like uh uh what is it, a developed country? <laughs> this this sounds like a third world country with believes in like really hardcore religion, things like that and
1: Yeah. A lot of my friends have similar experiences. So I know it's not just me. Like a lot of my friends are in similar situations. So perhaps Japan's better. Perhaps I should start going to doctors in Japan. I don't know. But the one time I went, they're not
0: gonna. They're not, maybe, maybe they wouldn't <laughs> understand, but they wouldn't be rude to you like that. Yeah. Maybe they wouldn't understand, and maybe they'll just say, "Ah, oh, maybe you're just uh, sick, or maybe you can do something to fix it," but. Uh, they wouldn't say, oh, you're a slut. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. Do you know how to say slut in Japanese?
1: I think so, yeah. Darashinai?
0: Uh, maybe. I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm sure s-
1: it's Darashinai. I
0: okay. Think. Darashinai?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I have some of my Japanese students that watch this podcast to practice English. So yes. Let me know. If
1: I know the right <laughs> <Japanese>. <laughs> so, imagine, yeah, imagine it you
0: go to a doctor and you spend, of course, you're spending. I'm not sure if it's your money or the government's money. But it's a lot of money to right. go to a doctor, and I tell you,
1: it's very expensive.
0: yeah, and they tell you that you're a slut and you're pregnant. And mm-hmm. it's just like, what the fuck? It's like, am I paying money to get assaulted or,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: like, actually, yeah. like they're not there to like comfort me or try to do something in a way uh, maybe they don't understand it but they can just tell me they, they don't understand it and they can't help me in a certain way and maybe you understand but just saying oh no you're like a slut and just because you're wearing My black and things me,
1: causes me nightmares
0: <laughs> I don't understand how this religious person can be a doctor because I thought she just wouldn't believe in sciences
1: Right? <laughs> I do kind of wonder about her but my stepdad is a rich white guy or rich enough, he has decent money and she treats him well so it's obviously just me because I wear too much black <laughs> a little bit too much of a heathen for her <laughs> because <I'm like> black
0: <laughs> Damn Yeah Interesting story, I didn't hear about that one so Anyway, uh, I think it's been an hour close to an hour Mm -hmm. yes any other topics or anything else you would like to talk about before we finish off the podcast anything more specific
1: no i think that's all pretty much i think we covered all the topics we said we were going to
0: okay all right um would you like to shout out any of your uh sns youtube things like that (laughs)
1: Ah, oh, YouTube, yeah, we do. Right now at WIA, we are doing WIA TV. And there's short videos, anywhere from like five to ten minutes to teach just basic English to Japanese. And the videos are fully in English and Japanese, so you don't have to worry about your language level. And that one is just, it's on YouTube and it's called WIA TV. WIA TV, so, right, yeah. check that
0: out. It's going to be somewhere here or in the description, so check, out. check that out. Yes, check it <laughs> okay. out. Anyway, thank you very much. Thank you, Eve, for
1: yeah.
0: uh, coming today. Yeah. It's been yes, fun. Uh, thank you very much for watching or listening to the Anything Goes Hop Guide podcast. Uh, as I get, as the, uh, <laughs> I'm Shinya, Yes, uh, please subscribe and uh, listen to our other podcasts. Uh, I might be uploading some more videos soon. Hopefully when I have the time and my sound quality is not shit in my other vlogs or travel videos. Yes, Uh, thanks again. Uh, See you again next time, and I hope you enjoyed. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. As always, we want to offer a huge thanks to everyone who's made this podcast possible. Sorry I couldn't be here this time, but life is picking up again, so... Good news is that we are still on a regular weekly schedule, producing a number of podcasts. This is episode 12. Please come to our Patreon account and support us if you like. And continue to watch, subscribe, share, like, and just keep on rocking Hokkaido. Much love to you all, and catch you next week, Monday, for Anything Goes Hokkaido Video Audio Podcast.